You're listening to the Employment Rights Online podcast, where we discuss everything employment rights and the job. Hi, everyone. Remember, your employment rights are your passport to right treatment at work. Don't let anyone tell you that this is not important. So in case you missed it, we held our first bullying surgery of the year on the 31st of March 2022. The surgery was open to workers of all statuses who wanted the opportunity to delve into the subject of bullying at work. And wow, this was a hot topic. Everyone who attended, no surprises, had either experienced bullying, were going through bullying episodes at work, or knew someone who was affected by bullying and had attended the surgery to get ideas about how to deal with the issue or how to offer support to their family member, friend or colleague. The first theme we addressed related to the different types of bullying that workers are facing and it's clear that people are running the full gauntlet of bullying behaviours Participants found podcast episodes 111, 112 and 113 to be particularly helpful because we used those episodes to talk about clique bullying at work. The experiences of people attending the surgery certainly led to a finding that we seem to be moving away from person-to-person bullying being the only form of bullying in the workplace. And we're now including clique bullying or bullying by a group of people who band together to decide to bully an individual. And these two types of bullying seem to now be holding equal space. People shared some truly horrendous experiences of being bullied by groups of people at work and also about feeling doubly bullied because although as victims they had not spoken out about the bullying to anyone, they were still suffering from what we've decided to call long-arm bullying. And by that, we mean people being put under additional pressures from people who were given the task of watching them to make sure they, the bullying victim, remained silent and cowering about what was happening to them at work. Participants spoke about feeling particularly belittled by this behaviour especially when they were either senior in age and being held in these situations by workers who are much younger than themselves, but also being treated this way by workers who are in junior positions to themselves, but carry the power of the clique to continue to bully them. Some participants spoke about leaving their jobs where this had happened and then finding new jobs but still finding themselves affected by what they had experienced because they almost seemed to expect that this treatment would happen again 
or they found themselves viewing everything that had happened in their previous jobs through a bullying lens. And they felt that this led them to be particularly oversensitive about things happening at work or to overanalyze things that were happening at work and reasons for decisions and behaviours of their new colleagues. The feeling that came through for participants experiencing this was that living with the impact of bullying was exhausting and was slowly sapping the joy out of their jobs, even in new jobs. A second emerging theme was about people who feel they are suffering a double jeopardy, having caught COVID and now living with the effects of long COVID and now also feeling bullied at work because they've returned to work and are now being accused of not performing at the same levels as they were prior to catching COVID. Several people reported being sent to see occupational therapists and experiencing their referral as a punishment and another form of bullying, rather than as an opportunity for their employer to put in place reasonable adjustments for them to help them to remain at work. We also discussed a second form of bullying related to COVID, which was about the stress and anxiety people feel about having had COVID and then returning to work and feeling as if they're being treated as still contagious to their colleagues. People reported having hurtful things said about them, about passing on COVID to their colleagues and also found themselves being kept out of the loop for things like team events and outings. Now, of course, these experiences could be just ordinary run-of-the-mill experiences. People forget things all the time. But those people on the receiving end of what they thought was bullying said that this type of behaviour made them feel worse about returning to work. And in a couple of cases, the additional stress workers felt they were carrying had actually led to further bouts of illness. This led us to have a discussion that in our experiences across the employment rights world, not much is being said about what seems to be a double jeopardy impact of COVID and bullying. But with an estimated 1.3 million people living with long COVID effects, we feel certain that many more people are affected by this issue, making this a hidden form of bullying that we need to pay close attention to, mainly because of the likelihood of post-traumatic stress arising from both the impact of COVID and how workers feel they are being treated when they return to work after a bout of COVID, but also if they are suffering from the effects of long COVID. And given that we are moving into a post-COVID era where we are now expected to live with COVID, we can certainly see the concerns in this area continuing to rise. The final theme that emerged from the bullying surgery, and of course it wasn't a huge amount of time, but we did get through a lot. 
So the final theme is that there are many, many workers who are suffering bullying in silence to the extent that not even their families know they are being bullied at work. This was perhaps one of the saddest points to emerge from the surgery, with workers talking about being the head of their families at home, but feeling like being reduced to childlike and helpless statuses at work as a consequence of bullying and how this experience was really impacting on their sense of self. And here is where we will focus some attention in future episodes and events. There is clearly a need to talk more about the psychological and emotional impact of bullying on people's long-term personal and public presentations and how it impacts people's everyday lives. There is a need to provide people with answers and alternatives. One of those alternatives was the emerging position that people don't feel confident enough to consider employment tribunals as a route for their complaints. To some of our participants, tribunals still feel like big scary places for workers, where workers feel that the balance of power and resources still lies with employers. Remember, the majority of workers, some 32 million workers, are not members of trade unions and are therefore unlikely to have experienced representation. And of course, we know that for those people in trade unions, for some, the experience isn't that much better. But for those outside, the majority of the resources and the expertise still lies with their employers. So, following the surgery, how are we planning to support you with your employment rights? Well, the first thing to tell you is that the bullying surgery was a real success for workers, several of whom said they had nowhere else to turn to talk to like-minded people who were going through the same experiences. And having the opportunity to hear other people's experiences gave them a real sense of comfort that they are not the only ones that this is happening to. Because in many bullying situations, you are made to feel that the issue is you and that no one else is experiencing this. So talking to like-minded people who shared the same experiences was a real bonus. The good news is that we will be running another bullying surgery later on in the year and this will be supported with tools to help you to monitor what is happening to you at work and also support mechanisms to help you decide how you want to deal with the unfair treatment that you're experiencing at work, particularly when there is this feeling that people want to step back from employment tribunals. These responses will be coming online later in the year. For now, all you need to do is to keep listening to this podcast and spread the word to your family, friends and colleagues that we are here and working hard to support you in real time. 
And you can also share our content in the usual ways through our social media sites and by sharing our newsletters if you're on our newsletter mailing list. If you're not, then you can go to the bottom of the show notes and click the link to join our mailing list. The other thing you can do is to download our 15 smart actions which give you an insight and a heads up into how you can begin to think about dealing with unfair treatment at work. The main thing is that we don't want you to suffer in silence. And that's it for this week. We'll be back next week with another focused episode looking at issues affecting your employment rights. Until next week, have a great Employment Rights Week. Bye for now.